Alright, so this the I can't deal with this podcast. We got week five. How are we doing, guys? We're doing good, man. We're doing, we're doing good. Good. We're we're good. Good. We got rock in this thing. We in here, we in here. The I can't deal with this podcast. It's another week. Another week in the NFL has gone by. So how are we feeling about week five? Week five. Week five. A lot of really bad games, a lot of really good games. Let's start with the good games. The week of the running backs. The week of the running backs, dude. It it was a... (laughs) You all right? Week of the running backs. Week of the running backs. Let's talk about running back number one, probably week five, Aaron Jones. But talk talk to us about it. Dude, Aaron Jones, man. The kryptonite of the Cowboys. Four touchdowns. I mean, what can you say? I mean, my man had four touchdowns, 107 rushing yards. He had 75 receiving yards. Led the team in rushing and receiving, dude. My man was going off. The kryptonite of the Cowboys. Tagged, registered, trademark, patented, pending. Or something, (laughs) whatever the thing Uh, is. Yeah, Aaron Jones, I mean, I think we all believe that he's going to have a breakout season. We didn't know when it was going to happen, but it looked like this is going to be the season. It was the first game I've seen where Aaron Rodgers wasn't the key to the offense. I mean, he still had 238, but he had zero touchdowns. When's the last time we've seen Aaron Rodgers with zero touchdowns in a game? Yeah, and I think it's one of those things where if that keeps happening, where he, Aaron Jones, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, in his greatness, can just keep on um, passing for 200, 300 yards and not have to be the key to everything, that's, that's kind of where he, I feel like he needs to strive in. And then also, uh, don't let the stats fool you because the Packers actually had 200 less total yards of offense than the than the Cowboys, 200-plus less yards of offense than the Cowboys, which is insane. And also, like, what one, one player that isn't being talked about is this guy, Blake Martinez. I mean, Blake Martinez right now, he's second right behind Luke T- Keekley in tackles. I mean, he's slowly becoming up in that top five, that top tier percentile of linebackers. And I think that it's one of those things where if that Packers defense throughout the year can continue to thrive and continue to evolve, they're going to be in good shape for the playoffs. I think they got the NFC North title locked. Yeah, I think the Packers also, another thing, Blake Martinez – also, uh, Zaire Alexander, uh, Charlotte native, whoop, whoop. went against him. He played for Rocky River. He had an offensive, defensive, and uh, special teams touchdown against my team. That's when East Mac sucked. Oh, never mind. East Mac always sucks. But that was uh, when we won one game. Preston Smith and uh, Zendarius Smith. No, I'm going to say, say this right now. The Smith the Smith boys, they look. They look Smith really, squared? The Smith, the Smith squared. <laughs> they only got three sacks, but. They were in Dax's Only three sacks. No, well, out of the combined of those. And, like, three sacks is not a lot. But if you're in your quarterback, the quarterback's face all night, Dak was seeing ghost, And he was throwing the ball. That's where the three interceptions came from. And the, the ball game looked respectable. But, really, the Packers had this game the whole time. Yeah. I mean, you, you look at it, Dak. The Cowboys are falling back to earth. I mean, uh, Matt Hasselbeck said it best. The Cowboys have officially fallen back down to earth. I mean, Dak's losing money. He should have signed the extension when he had the chance. Um, he's He threw three interceptions. He's throwing an interception in each of two uh, game two, three, and four. And week five, he threw three. Um, so, he has, he's already at six interceptions on the season. Um He, he had a hot start, but um, his play hasn't really – made up for it uh, but who has made up for it and kept him in the game in my opinion was Amari Cooper yeah. um, my man Amari Cooper went for 226 yards um, and 226 yards ain't no chunk of change I can't even run 20, 226 yards just in one sitting no. um, and then you, you also had Michael Gallup Michael Gallup had I think 127 um, and so he you got two really really good receivers and that if you get Dak involved and being able to throw to them. And yeah. Zeke didn't have a great game either. No, yeah, Zeke definitely under 100 yards for the second time. Well, I don't, I think Zeke has had 100 yards maybe twice his whole season. Dak did throw over 400 yards this, this game and two touchdowns. But if you're down 31-3 in the middle of the third quarter, you're going to have to throw the ball. Yeah. That's why those those the charges are inflated. So I really wouldn't give it to him like that. How, how much of a kind of cushion do you have to give for, like – Really, uh, really good quarterbacks or semi-decent quarterbacks on bad teams in which, as you talked about, Adam, is 
they have to throw the ball from midway through the third quarter on to at least get them into the game yeah. compared to somebody maybe like a, on somebody on a really good team where they're up 47 to 2 47 to 2 that would be a wild score but 47 to 2 and they don't pass the ball a single time in the fourth quarter yeah. if you're look at if you're looking at that in the MVP standings they might be the same in stats but it's completely different circumstances yeah Definitely. I understand what you mean. I don't know. Dak, he just doesn't seem like the top 10 quarterback that he we thought he was going to be week one against the Giants when he threw four or five. And I think, like you said, he felt they fell back to earth. They And they fell hard, too. I think they they have a – they're going to get their confidence back up to play the own five Jets um, with Sam Darnold coming back from Mono. And so we'll see what they do. I forgive my ignorance, but who's in their division? Forgive my ignorance. Yeah, forgive my ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, is Eagles in that division? Eagles, Redskins, and Eagles, Redskins, Giants, N- NFC East. So the so the Cowboys they'll still probably have a really decent chance of making the playoffs. Oh yeah, I mean you get you got the Redskins, the Redskins on five, the Giants, you know. Danny Dimes is looking pretty good, but I don't think he can take them to the playoffs. Especially this week, they, this week they play the Packers and on Thursday Night Football, and like they, got, they have no receivers. They got and no shot. Saquon's been ruled out of that game already again. So, so yeah, Saquon. I mean, that's somebody who <laughs> a lot of people took as their first overall pick in fantasy draft, I and he's been overall pick. Oh. You know, yeah, folks, you, I just want to say something to you guys. <laughs> this is three years in a row. <laughs> that has happened three years in a row. One, year one, first overall pick. I'm sorry, second overall pick. I picked David Johnson. David Johnson. He got hurt. He broke That his, was the year he, he broke. He, he, his wrist he didn't even one. play. Year two, what second the overall pick. I picked Le'Veon Bell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then this year. He said, bring me my money. And the Steelers said, no. <laughs> nope. and, they, and he didn't play all year either. Now, I picked Saquon's second overall pick for a third year. And my man messed his ankle up. So, it's it's just not just not going well for me. Also, can we, picks. can we just talk about how Adams had the second overall pick in three consecutive yeah. drafts? Is yeah, that yeah, a conspiracy like, question mark? <laughs> Uh, I talked to the government. We, you know, <laughs> you made it happen. <laughs> it, it made it happen. Made it happen. Hey, Donald, help your boy out. Help your boy out. <laughs> All right, okay. So second game this week: 49ers and Browns. Oh, four no baby. Four I got no a George baby. Kittle jersey on for those of you listening at home. So I'm That's a really so nice pumped. George Kittle jersey. I know by it's the way. it's the it's the black and red black one, the alternate color rush uniforms. I like the gold Nike symbol. But, on both yeah, sides that's pretty too. nice. I like too, yeah. that too. That that is really nice. I like that jersey. 49ers, the Browns, they not just garbage anymore. They hot garbage because they have a lot of hot players like Odell, Jarvis, and Baker. But they're not looking good right now. And the secondary, the Browns secondary has been out all year long. But it wasn't passing that got the 49ers looking good. It was a rushing game. I'm gonna give you a hot take. Mm-hmm. Hot take alert. Hot take alert. I'm going to go with this season. Maybe not talent-wise, but Jarvis Landry has been way better than Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you look for at the show. Sti- <laughs> for show. The the statistics on Jarvis, 403, 403 yards for the season versus uh, Odell's 335, and 161 of those came at the hands of the Jets. So, yeah. for the most part, in the four games other that they've played other than the Jets – Odell's had average like 40 yards a game um, where Jarvis has gone off for 80, 90, 100 yards a game sometimes. Well, the thing is, and something Freddie Kitchen did that I didn't really like um, that game with the 49ers is they're just trying to give Odell, they're trying to force the ball to Odell, which I do understand you want to get the ball in your dynamic playmaker's hand, but no, you got to let it flow. You got to let it come naturally. Yeah, I think that's important. That I think that's a good point too, because like you could see with the the Bucks, you know, Chris Godwin has been out. Not I wouldn't say outplaying, but you know they're not forcing the ball to Mike Evans. Exactly. Same with uh, 
the the Texans. They didn't force the ball to DeAndre Hopkins. Will mm-hmm. Fuller had a great game, so they need to do you know kind of do that as well. But the thing about Mike Evans and the thing about um, DeAndre Hopkins is honestly, I don't know what ha- I don't know what would happen in the locker room. But I know if Odell is not, I don't know if they if, if they're not getting the ball, they're not gonna go public about it and be and cry about it like they're not getting the ball. Odell, he has a pass for that. If he doesn't get the ball and they're winning, then he's gonna complain. And he's not getting the ball he's getting the ball and he's losing, so he hasn't really said much, but they're still losing. Yeah, but I mean you you kinda go back to what you were talking about, Gabe. Um you look at DeAndre Hopkins. Will Fuller's having a great year, but DeAndre Hopkins is still performing, still doing well. Mike Evans, same thing. Chris yeah. Godwin, awesome year, um, but Mike Evans still performing. OBJ hasn't really shown up to the party, um, and so I don't know if it's he's still kind of getting his bearings in Cleveland. Uh, you you talked about it on either last episode or two episodes ago that you really think that he's he wants to be back in New York and under the bright yeah. lights. Yeah, and you know, he would have Danny Dimes throwing the ball to him this season. But I think it's a thing. NFL defenses, they have, NFL defenses have a lot of pride, and I think, and especially this Forty Nineers defense, this defense looks really, really good. Honestly, and I was thinking about this when I was watching the game Monday night. That team looks like looks better than that Patrick Willis defense and that Justin Smith and that Alden Smith Dude, with that- the. It just, it just looks really, really, really good. Yeah, and I'm honestly, I feel, as a 49ers fan, I feel so good with where we're at. Not only because we're undefeated, but, like, we have, we, in my opinion, we don't have a single, like, superstar on our team. We don't have an OBJ. We don't have a Drew Brees. We don't have a Michael Thomas. But what we do have is we do have really good players like Matt Breida, like Tevin Coleman, like Jimmy G, um, like Nick Bosa, in which the f- offense and the defense is stepping up. Um, the offense is doing great. It's you got Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, which is a freaking genius, dude. I mean, he's got the inside zones working. He's got the outside zones working. I mean, he's got play action passes. The 49ers have the highest play action rate um, in the NFL. And it's not only that, but Kyle Shanahan's designing these play action passes specifically for in routes and as well as post routes. And what at, for if a safety goes up, for the post route, uh, or goes back for the post route. Sorry, um, then he'll Jimmy G will just hit the end route. But on the flip side, if the safety comes up to cover the end route, then pew, then Jimmy G can make a 35, 40 yard pass to that post. And Chris Godwin, or not Chris Godwin, uh, Marquise Goodwin, um, he's good enough where. He can beat anybody in a one-on-one foot race. Um, he's, def- in my opinion, the fastest person in the league other than John Brown. Um, but I feel really good with where the 49ers are. And y'all need to respect my 49ers. All right. On the ESPN rankings, if ESPN, if you're listening to this, you need to get them off of number six in the power rankings. We are one of two undefeated teams. And y'all need to put some respect on our names. I would put you at number four. Yeah. Number four. <laughs> who's, number, who's one, two, and three? I think who's that, one, two, and three? One, two, and three. The you know, you, so honestly, this 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 come down to earth now, Jacob. Do you really think your forty nine is better than my Saints? Yes. No. Yes, I think Kyle Shanahan is better than Sean Payton. All right, folks. Well, we're gonna throw <laughs> Jacob off our podcast now because he, he's uh, playing blasphemous things now. All right, so you got you got Chiefs one, or you got Patriots one, mm-hmm. you got Saints two. I could see Saints argument and Chiefs three. Yeah. Okay, I can. Okay, I can deal with four. All right, but you put me, put us at five, six, like they did. Man, y'all gotta put some respect yeah, on our names. I mean, y'all are undefeated for a reason. Pretty. You got to put some respect on and, that. And, and kind of like what Adam's talking about, the Browns didn't play well, but at some point we have kept each team that we've played under 16 points. Yeah. Um, and so that's just not something that you can pass up on. Um, even though we're not playing the Chiefs or anybody super, super above our, our level, we're, we're not we're, – we're still going off. And you will – that defense is definitely going to be tested – I mean, but the defensive line, six first-round picks. That's that's also going deep in the depth, 
And, you know, Nick Bosa played very well. DeForest Buckner, really, really good player. Um, Eric Armstead, really great player. Fred Wagner, he's, I believe, undrafted rookie from last year. He was shadowed by Darius Leonard and Vander Ersch, but, you know, he looked really good. And but that defense is going to be tested. You got you got Rams, you got Seahawks, you got little Kyler Murray in that offense. I'm They're making be- a prediction: the 49ers will go to at least the NFC Championship game. Hot take. You heard it here first. On this, I can't deal with this podcast because you know what we got that all these other teams don't have. We're working as a team. We don't have any flashy players. We don't have the Mike Tom- the Mike Thomases. We don't have the Drew Breeses. We don't have the OBJs. But we do have his heart, and we got that chip on our shoulder attitude. Let's go. Let's all right. So the Panthers go. and the Jaguars because well, Jacob's spitting out nonsense now. <laughs> well, before we go to the Panthers and Jaguars. I want to go back to that Will Fuller thing. Will Fuller had a pretty good game, didn't he? Yeah, he did. I mean, two hundred seventeen yards, fourteen receptions. Dude, that tech touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah that tech- Texans Falcons game. I mean, that was a pretty wild game. What happened to the Falcons? That's what what I want to know. You're what two three years out from them should have winning the, the should have winning the Super Bowl, and now they're one and four. Um, they gave up 53 points to the Texans. Now, nothing against the Texans, but the the Texans aren't the most prolific offense in the league. Ooh, prolific. Spell it? Big no word. idea. But SAT <laughs> words. No, they're no, I think I think the Texans are pretty good pretty good team. I mean, uh, Julio's Julio <laughs> Julio's um his receptions and his yards, his targets just overall, his you know how many times he touched the ball per game has gone down. Like, I don't know if it's the defenses he's playing. I don't know if it's miscommunication with him and Matt Ryan. But he's just not – he doesn't look like Julio right now. He he's just hasn't been getting the ball. My th- like, your best player, the player you can put in the open field, in my opinion, should be getting the ball and just, you know, getting put to work. But they're not doing that for him. It doesn't seem like they're running plays for him. And they're just settling and just going with the flow. But, I mean, like you said, the Texans, I think they do have a prolific offense because um, you got – I mean, their line hasn't been able to protect Deshaun Watson all year, really. But, I mean, you still got DeAndre Hopkins. You still you got Will Fuller who just went off. That's only going to help DeAndre Hopkins because that's going to put Will Fuller on notice – or that's going to put defenses on notice that they have to account for Will Fuller also. That's going to open up uh, opportunities for Kiki Kuti. So, I mean – it. They got Kenny Stills, they got Kiki Kuti, they have um, Will Fuller, DeAndre Hopkins. But I just, I'm sorry, sorry, buddy, I didn't mean to hit you. But um, I just want to say, I want to give a little love to Michael Thomas because Michael Thomas is one of the only receivers that's consistently, like a top receiver that consistently being double teamed because that's why Julio, Odell, um, Mike Evans, that's why they're not getting the ball. They're being double teamed by by a corner or a linebacker if they're going down deep or going down low, and they're being cor- they're being doubled by a safety or a corner if they're going deep. Michael Thomas, that's the same. He's getting the same treatment, and he doesn't even have his quarterback throwing it to him. He has two gloves, Teddy, <laughs> Teddy two gloves, and Teddy two gloves, and he's and he's still he's still looking really really good. And I just you know I think when you go to top wide receivers rankings, put respect to my man Michael Thomas is. Name. What about? I want to know what happened. What happened to Devonte Freeman? Yeah, that's I mean, what I was about to say. Because you look at Devonte Freeman. I mean, Devonte Freeman right now is thirty seventh in rushing, mm. and that's not too good. No. Uh, a lot of people now he did come off of injury, but a lot of people thought that Devonte Freeman was going to be. Now that Tevin Coleman's gone, he's going to be the guy in. Um, in Atlanta, um, and so I don't know what's going on, but they need to get their weapons, and they need to get their weapons the ball. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think that, I think that, um, I definitely think that the Falcons. I think why well, they're not playing that well is their defense. They're not being on the. They're not being on the field enough. The offense is, and because the defense, they have injuries, and they're just letting up big plays. As a defense, you cannot let. 
uh, offense put 53 points up on the board on you. You just can't do it. It doesn't matter who is your offense is. You just can't do that. And that's what the Falcons just don't look good. And, yeah, now the Texans, you know, we're going to see what they're all about because the Jaguars, they lost. The Colts, they won. And the Titans, they lost. So we're going to see what this AFC South battle is really going to be about. Do you think they can? Do you think the Texans can keep up that that offense? Though, do you think that, or is it kind of a kind of like the Buccaneers that that one week um, where they had that really good week, but as we saw against the Saints, they didn't keep it up. Um, do you think that the Texans can keep up that offense, or was it more of how bad the uh, how bad the defense for the um, Falcons was? I think they can keep up the offense. Um, next week they play the Chiefs. Chiefs aren't, you know, a good defensive team, a great defensive team. So I think next week's going to be a high-scoring game for them, another high-scoring game. I I don't know. It's, it's like I said, it's going to make it easier for the offense because of this game because now you have to treat Will Fuller. You know, he's – He's a threat, so you got to treat him like a threat, and that's just going to open up more opportunities for everybody else. Yeah, and, <clears throat> yeah, and I think that I think we need to not mix up the Texans with these lower bottom feeder teams. The mm. Texans are a really good team; they made the playoffs last year, and I think we need to put respect on their name as well. They're they, like you said, like you said, Will Fuller. He's going to get a lot more opportunities. That Chiefs defense, even though they kept the Colts down to nineteen points. I think that's more than the, that's because the Colts don't score a lot of big points like that. That chief defense is horrible. So now the last game that we're going to talk about um, is the Seahawks versus the Rams. That Thursday night game. Um, I think the I think this is the time and when Russell Wilson needs to be put in that MVP conversation. Right now he's eighth in yards. He leads the league in touchdowns. Him and Patrick Mahomes are the only two quarterbacks right now that are. Um, in starting quarterbacks, in which don't have an interception to this point, um, he he has the second highest QBR. Um, in in my opinion, he's the most valuable player to his team. Um, Patrick Mahomes is definitely a MVP caliber. Don't get me twi- don't get it wrong, but I think that Patrick Mahomes has other stars around him that kind of help him. Travis Kelsey, um, when Tyreek Hill comes back, he'll be a superstar. Um, but if you can name me four people on the Seahawks, then I'll be impressed because I don't know. Uh, DK Metcalf, uh, Tyler Lockett, Will Disley, Chris Car- Carson. I've never heard of Will Disley. Something I forgot. I forgot these guys. I honestly forgot that Jadavion Clowney is a Seahawk. I did too, oh, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, like I, former like I'm former Gamecock, and I'm a Gamecock fan. I try to keep up with my Gamecocks, but like. I forgot that man was in Seattle. And I think that's the same thing going on with Russell Wilson. He's in Seattle. They don't get a lot of media coverage there. And, yeah, and he should be in the MVP conversation. Yeah. He's consistently played very well. You know who's also quietly becoming one of the best wide receivers in the league? Cooper Cup. Yeah. Cooper Cup, this is fourth straight game with 100 yards. Um, he's getting at least – uh, 12 to 15 targets a game. I mean, this man's been going off, and he, it's not like he's getting – he's not getting the ball. He's getting the ball a ton, and it, or at least the ball thrown to him a ton. Um, in my opinion, I would put him top five, top seven wide receivers in the league right now. No. Not in talent, but as at his Produ- current statistics right now. Productivity right now. Productivity. But his productivity, his productivity is not – really producing the wins that they need. Yeah, that's right. That's true. But right now he's fourth in the league in passing yards or uh, receiving yards. He's tied for fourth in the league for touchdowns. Um, I think I think he's top seven. Top, I wouldn't say top five, but I would think top seven in productivity right now. I mean, the Rams, they – I mean, they're losing winnable games – like they've had nine turnovers the past three games, and I think that I think that's more than a few teams have had all year. So that's something they need to work out. And they can figure out. I think if they figure that out, I mean, I'm not I'm not giving up on the Rams yet. I still they are a good team still, but they just got to figure it out. Yeah, I think 
I think the Rams, I think, though, I do agree with you, but I think that Jacob by Cooper Cup, but I do think that, the, like, defense, if you're going against the Rams, you have so much to worry about. Todd Gurley, Robert Wood, Brandon Cooks, tight end, all that. So it's like, you have all that, you have all that going on. I think somebody's going to spring out, and Cooper Cup's springing out. Yeah. Um, I, I think that, the Rams could get going. Um, I think they could have a late season push, um, but the Rams. I don't know if they're going to be get back to where they were last year. No, and I think one big reason, one huge reason, is Todd Gurley. Guys, honestly, I don't think Todd Gurley is the top five running back anymore. He's yeah. not playing like it. I mean, I would say what number one right now: C Mac, Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, maybe. What do you guys think? Uh, oh, I think C-Mac is number one right now. Yeah, I think C-Mac is number one. And too. I think also if there was a most valuable player and it would go to a um, to a running back, I think that C-Mac has to yes. get it. See, well, I saw a stat the other day. C-Mac has more scrimmage yards than Ezekiel Elliott and Todd Gurley combined. Dude, that's wild. That's crazy. We're talking about two running backs that are really the center of their offense last year, and they're, they're just not doing anything this year. I love Christian McCaffrey. I loved him at Stanford. I love him at Stanford, too. I I love Christian McCaffrey at Stanford. That That's like my undercover secret college love like Stanford I love Andrew Luck at Stanford um, the reason why I became a 49ers fan was when Jim Harbaugh came to the 49ers from Stanford um, and so I love Stanford as a second home I wish I could go to Stanford but de- your boy's definitely not, not smart, smart enough, enough to go to Stanford, no. <laughs> no 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 um, so let's go uh, C-Mac yeah um, yeah see yeah, Panthers fan C-Mac you already know the love I have for him uh, a lot of people didn't think he would be able to be like a, you know, a 100% like running back for the Panthers, like taking all those hits he takes. But he's been taking them pretty well. I do give a lot of credit to their offensive line this week because uh, when Christian McCaffrey started cramping up, you saw um, you saw uh, Bonifan. He came in and he he uh, he scored a touchdown instantly, and so it it was just an amazing game overall. Who is Bonathan? Somebody they picked up. I ain't never heard that name in my life. Like, I mean, I mean, he had five carries for eighty yards. Wow, sixteen yards a carry. He bought that life. <laughs> hey, you earned my respect, Bonathan. Yeah, I just, is he a fish? Bonathan, <laughs> Bonathan, get it, Finn. Yeah, um, but I'm, I'm a Panthers uh, yeah. fan. I honestly had no, <laughs> I had no idea who that was. Like when he came in, but once he went on that run, I was like, all right. I mean. You got my respect. Yeah, I mean, I think I think running back wise, I think it's definitely Aaron Jones up there. Alvin Kamara, C Mac, um, not Bonifan. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think that's really. I think that's really. Would you put Dalvin Cook up there? Yeah, I would put Dalvin Cook up there, but it's, it's the thing if Kirk Cousins and them if they don't start playing like the, well, they played pretty well last week against the Giants, but they don't start playing. Like, defense are just going to just know they're giving the ball to Dalvin Cook. I mean, how, how do you think the, the, the Vikings are going to fare against the Eagles this week? Do you think that – I mean, the Eagles trounced the Jets, but the Jets were without a lot of their main stars. The, so, do you think, think that – Yeah, I think the big thing about the Jets is they're out without Sam Darnold. I'm so happy he's come back this week. Um, but against the Cowboys, I don't think they'll win, but I'm just glad to see his face back on the field. But, yeah. He's a handsome dude. He is pretty handsome. He has a nice square head, nice hair. <laughs> Squared. You know, and I have a thing for freckles, so. <laughs> Yikes. I don't know where this is going. No, but, I mean, I think I'm glad he's back on the field. We'll see with the Vikings. That judge defense is something to, you know, I think they're not something to play around with. Yeah. I think also the Eagles haven't played anybody. So, if you're an Eagles fan, this is going to be your first real test of, like, the only person they've played is, like, I think it was the Lions, and the Lions are a pretty good team, um, and so they lost to the Lions. They lost to that but, pretty good team, yeah. But we'll we'll see because the Vikings are also a, a pretty good team. They are they are pretty they are a pretty good team. 
They are okay team. I don't know about a pretty good team. No, I would put them at a pretty good they team. They have potential to be a pretty good team. I don't know. Kyle Rudolph has to become a passing third again because they can't. What? No, I <laughs> no, I love Kyle Rudolph. I love Kyle Rudolph, but I think I think it, I think he's past his prime. I I really yeah. do. I I love Kyle Rudolph, and honestly, two three years ago when they had that coaching change, I thought that Kyle Rudolph was going to be like a break off tight end, a breakout tight end. Yeah, but another he, guy from the 2011 NFL draft. But he he hasn't he hasn't really done anything. Mm-mm. No, not at all. He hasn't. Yeah. I yeah. mean, Adam Thielen had a good week though. Yeah, he did. He did. He did good for my fantasy team. Oh, I bet he did. Twenty-eight points. I tried to trade for him in our league, but he. Uh, what? Who, who tried? Who'd you get him from? Tried to get him from. I tried to get him from. Oh, I think I tried to get him from Dial, and Dial just pocket Dial. vetoed me. Dial. Dial no football. All he cares about is his Chargers. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. It sucked. Okay. Okay. Next topic. NBA basketball preseason is back. Well, before we do that, why why don't we let's just end off the football um, and yep. do our lock of the week. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. So for my lock of the week, I'm going with the 49ers over the Rams. Okay. Um, the Rams are actually two point favorites over my undefeated 49ers, um, and so y'all need to put some respect on my name and our names. Um, I am two and two. In this lock of the week, Adam is three and one, and Buddy got his first win last week. What it do, baby? What it do, baby? One and so Buddy's one and three. I'm two and two, and Adam is three and one. So my lock of the week is the 49ers over the Rams. I was going to go whatever team that played the Dolphins because they're zero and five. They're zero and four, but the team that's going against the Dolphins are zero and five. The Redskins. So what's does anyone have a spread? You know, I don't have the spread on my phone, guys. Why don't well, you do yours and I'll I'll pull up the spread. Well, uh, I'm gonna go with the Saints over the Jaguars. Okay. Um, I still the Saints, like I said, I'm gonna put respect on their name, divisional rivals, but they're four and one for a reason. Teddy Bridgewater's playing good. They got a lot of weapons. Michael Thomas is the most probably the most productive receiver. Michael Thomas has been the most productive receiver in the NFL so far. Uh, what's that Saints-Jaguar spread looking like? Saints-Jaguar spread. Oh, my goodness. Jaguars won. What? Or one-point favorites? Yes. Yo, Dude. that's wild. Really? Yeah. You better lock that thing up yeah, right I'm now before that, it changes. I'm locking that up, man. Come lock, on now. Lock it up. Lock it up. So, lock it so up. what? what's the spread on the, uh, the Redskins? Redskins Dolphins game. Redskins Dolphins game. I'm not gonna do that. Oh, switching no, it no, up. No, no, I'll do that. It's, <laughs> it's Redskins three and a half over Dolphins. What if the Dolphins win. I actually <laughs> think the Dolphins will win that game. <laughs> no, I <laughs> see me next week. Gonna, I think they're gonna. I act- think. I think if the Dolphins, that team right there, in NFL, if they were in college football, I think they would be like 15. That's ranking. gonna be a poll. On Instagram, <laughs> who do you think is going to win, the Dolphins or the Redskins? Because I'm going with the Dolphins. Who do you think? Though I think a poll should be who do you think is going to win, the Alabama Crimson Tide or the Miami Dolphins? True. Know, if, the, if the Dolphins win, it would be by accident. Y'all like, don't realize that the Dolphins have actually kept in games for a while. Now they lose the games by a lot, but for the first quarter, first half, they're actually doing pretty well. Yeah. So let's go into NBA now. Yeah, bad transition, Jacob. Bad transition. NBA not as bad as yours last time. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're, we're gonna go to the all right. The, the, all right. Um, NBA season preseason basketball's back, baby. Um, Zion, he looked thunders at them dunks, man. All them weight coming down on them knees, though. Yes. Oh man, that. Oh, Lord. I, I, I really like like. I cringe every time I see him fall on his knees. But it was encouraging. Uh, Lonzo, even though Zion was definitely the player of the game, I think Lonzo, Lonzo definitely runs that offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's gonna that's gonna be a fast team. And if Lonzo can get the rebound and just start running, you know, it'll be tough to stop him, especially with Zion coming up. I would really like Lonzo to be successful. Oh, I think he will be. I, I think he will be too. Um, well, I think one thing. <laughs> hashtag. Uh, I think one thing since he's gone from LA, I think even though the Lakers drafted him, 
he was still in the nest. That's where he was from. I think that since LeBron James raided his nest and threw his baby bird self out the nest, LeBron he started, James he's learning how to fly now. He think he's becoming his. I think he's becoming his own man, and he's basically going to be a point of offense. And I think he won't. He won't have to be. I, I think the two point guards, Drew Holiday and Lonzo Ball, they're both starting. I think Lonzo will do the. Um, Offense, and I think Drew Holiday would be the start of the defense. And I think, I think the Pelicans, if they were not in the West, they would make the playoffs this year. But just too much going on in the West. But I think they're a young enough team where they can develop into a very, very good team. Well, they played the they played the the Hawks. Yeah, they played the Hawks um, in that preseason game. And somebody put on Twitter right afterwards. They were like, "I'll be very surprised if we don't see a Pelicans versus Hawk NBA Finals within the 2020s." And I was like. Okay, I see it. Maybe, yeah. They're two two really really young teams. I was thinking though, money's gonna come into it. You gotta pay Zion. You gotta pay Alonzo. You gotta pay Bi. You gotta pay Josh Hart and Brandon Ingram. For those of you who don't know, who don't know what Bi is, we actually, you know, I wonder how Jackson is. Jackson is our former friend that that coaches at uh, former friend. He's still our friend. <laughs> Hey man, last text I got was "Screw you guys, I'm done with y'all." So, <laughs> Jackson, if you're listening to the show, call us in. And we'll fight this out on the podcast. <laughs> but he—he's actually—he's a coach at the high school that Bi coached at. I mean, uh, played basketball at. Yeah, Kinston. Kinston. Oh right. wow, that's crazy. We won't be going over there and watching the games. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but like apparently, you, they're like one of the best, like top five teams in North Carolina in yeah, basketball. Back to what you were saying, uh, Drew Holiday will take care of the defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of people forget Lonzo was really good on defense as well last year. Yeah. So it's going to be really tough to score in that on that backcourt. Definitely. And they got a lot of length, too. Then Jacobs, Jacob said this is his MVP for the season. AD and LeBron James. Let's go. They looked really, really good. The pick and roll will be unstoppable this season. And Shannon Sharp, Shannon Sharp's prediction is AD MVP. LeBron James Finals MVP. What y'all think? I think that that's perfect. Yeah, I think, I think that too. that's exactly how things are going to be. <laughs> AD, is, I think AD is going to be, I think, hot take for the second time, AD is going to be more dominant than Shaq. I see it. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> because think about it. Shaq could average like 35, maybe 36 points a game if he could hit free throws. AD can hit free throws. Mm. Also, Shaq couldn't, could not hit a three. He hit one three-pointer in his NBA career. That's one more than my NBA career. <laughs> and AD can hit threes. <laughs> so, what do you think, buddy? That you look, you're like, more hmm? dominant than Shaq? More dominant than Shaq. Put it up. All right. Up. So, Shaq could only do one thing. Put his back to the basket, turn around, and dunk. Exactly. And one-dimensional. Nobody, nobody stopped him at all. He was dominant, and he took over games. Now, Anthony Davis, he – I mean, Anthony Davis is very more versatile than Shaq, but – Very more versatile. But more dominant? Like, Anthony Davis hasn't – like, yes, he was on the Pelicans, but people forget he had Drew Holiday. He had, like – I mean, he didn't lead them to any wins. Like he led them to the playoffs once. He didn't. He didn't lead them to any wins. Man, I don't know what you've been smoking, but you need to stop it because my boy AD, my boy AD can get it back to the basket, hit him with the shimmy, hit him with the fade, uh, whatever he, he got to do. He can, he can drive. Yeah. He can be the one who's who's like controlling the ball and fast breaks. He can shoot. Um, he can shoot mid range. He can shoot threes. My boy can do it all. But more dominant than Shaq. More dominant than Shaq. I think the only thing that stopped Shaq was himself. I think with the like the weight gain that you're getting to like 380 at one point, like you can't do that and run up and down the NBA court 60 times a night. You just can't do that, dog. I don't know, man. But Anthony, he has to stay healthy. He, I mean, that's just. But he will. He's got. He doesn't have to worry about taking the full. I mean. He doesn't have to worry about being the focal point on offense. Uh, LeBron's still going to be there. He's got JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard backing him up to give him rest. So, I mean, it's it'll be it's good for him. I know I might be the minority here, 
But I really want Dwight Howard to be, like, good again. I, like, Dwight Howard, when he was Superman, Magic Dwight Howard, dude, that man was so fun to watch. And, like, when he won that dunk contest, I was like, this man, Dwight Howard, might be the real deal. And then he went to the Lakers, didn't work out there, then went to the Rockets. Kobe said, you're soft. And it really hit Dwight. <laughs> well, I think also, like, Dwight on the Magic was the guy. And so when he goes to the Lakers and he's the third third player, like, yeah. it was him, uh, it was Kobe, Steve Nash, and Dwight. Quit Metaball Peace. Metaball Peace was pretty good, too, yeah. But, yeah. Metaball Peace, I don't even know him for his NBA career. I just know him for trying to fight those people in the stands. He didn't try to do anything. He fought those he people. Did. people. <laughs> He definitely beat the people up. I just want y'all to know, though, I'm fully convinced that the Hornets are going to be the number one pick and going to be the worst team in the NBA. I think that we could have the worst season in NBA history, worse than our previous record. The Bobcats. <laughs> of the, the Bobcats' previous record. The Bobcats I mean, were we got wrecked. We got beat by the Shanghai Sharks, didn't we? Was that who? That was, no, that was that last, last year. year. Oh, that was last like year. China. That was with Kimba. We lost, yeah. <laughs> so we got no shot. Yeah, we got no shot now. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but like you saw last year, um, who was supposed to have the first pick and then the Pelicans end up getting it? The Knicks. So, I mean, there's no guarantee, but they're definitely going to be have the worst record this year, in my opinion. I think I think ball movement. Got to have that ball movement. If you keep, the, keep the pace going. Move the ball. You'll win some games. You'll win some games. I, okay, guys, I just want to say something real quick. I know we're in, I know we're in NBA. I just want to say something real quick. Are you the better to talk about Michael Thomas? No. no. The Cardinals – Beat the Braves 13-1. Okay, Braves fans. Because we're in Charlotte, and and so Braves Braves are usually the closest. We're sorry, man. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know who told y'all it was a good idea to start that something guy. But he gave up 10 runs. I don't even pitch that well, and I cannot give up 10 runs. <laughs> you can fluke your way into not giving fluke up it. 10 runs in, in the first inning. Heck, you can walk seven people and then still not give 10 runs up. But but Jack, when I knew Jack Flaherty, the Cardinals pitcher, when I knew he was pitching, I was like, it's over. Yeah. It's over. And, and that doesn't even account for the 10 runs they gave up in the first inning. That, I, man, how do you give up 10 runs in the inning? That's, that's like almost – like that's like that's if everybody, like everybody went around the whole rotation once and then the next guy up. Like, I think that's that's ridiculous. But I think I mean I think that shows the craziness of postseason baseball. I mean, you got the Rays in which I went on this show last week and said the Rays got no shot, and then yeah. that I said that they were going to get swept, and they're right now tomorrow. Maybe when this comes out, I don't know when it is. Thursday. Um, they're going to be playing game five, and I think that they actually have a shot. Have I a mean, shot. Blake Snell, um, I don't know who's pitching, but Blake Snell, Charlie Morton, and the raised offense crushed Justin Verlander when Justin Verlander went off in game one. Exactly. Um, and so, who knows, man, that that's – it's crazy. Now, you also have the Nationals and Dodgers. Who look um, good. Who I said the Nationals were going to get swept to. And Ryan Zimmerman. Back, hold on. Back to game four. Ryan Zimmerman. Man, I thought you was dead. I'm glad you're back alive, man. <laughs> Wait. We recorded during the game last week. So, we didn't even talk about that, that no, we three-run. Record, we recorded. Yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't. No, we didn't talk about the, the three-run. Like, they came back against the, uh, the, against Brewers, the Brewers. Yeah. And how – <laughs> how it went the ball went through the legs of the right fielder man i was so mad because me and adam had a gentleman's wager of ten dollars and i lost that bet because christian yelich replacement christian yelich where you at i know that you got a broken kneecap or something but can you just hobble your way to right field like please <laughs> uh remember you just said the horns were going to be really bad well apparently nick Batum just went down holding his achilles heel Maybe that gives them a chance to, <laughs> to cultivate those young players, though. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Now, we definitely shouldn't, like, praise somebody getting hurt, though, because that definitely sucks. No, Nick Batum's the worst thing Charlotte could have did. Like, that was dumb. That, that was – Nick Batum. Yankees got swept. Yankees swept the Twins, though. 
twins, dude. Did you, have you seen this stat? Twins have lost seventeen, their last seventeen postseason games. That mm. means that is literally they've been sweet. S- that is literally six full series in which they have been swept. Mm. Back to back to back to back to back to back to back. I don't know back. if that was six. To back. But I hope yeah. that was you, six. You, that was four. I got you, dog. That was four. You. Yeah, he said back Dang. to back to back to back to back, and I was like to back to back. Yeah, that was all right. We're just gonna keep on rolling. All right, <laughs> what'd you count, buddy? No, never mind. Never mind. Let's I keep mean, going. Well, just going back, to, like staying on this baseball trend. Things are like things are getting wild um, in the baseball world. You had we thought that it was going to be a dominant showing from the Dodgers. From the Astros and from the Yankees, and two out of those three teams are getting taken to Game Five. Right. So maybe they're not as dominant as we thought they were, dude. If they have if they have the Rays versus the Yankees, that is going to be the dream matchup of all dream matchups because that is the Rays are Moneyball 2.0 of like the people who really have been overlooked or really not been looked at. They they produce and they're efficient, but they're not those flashy players. Definitely be versus the Yankees, be which is versus the literally dynasty, yeah. Yankees. Literally are the they call themselves the savages. I mean, they they're are the, the most powerful team in the Major League Baseball by a country mile. The, the, the Yankees are the guy that all the girls want to date and all the guys want to be, and I think there's no stopping them this year. I don't know. I think my Nationals make the World Series against them. I think you know maybe the. I Nationals. think the Rays. I think the Rays are the nerdy like nerdy kids. Look at Blake Snell. Look on your phone who Blake Snell is, and that's who the that's who the Rays are. Okay. I think the I think the Nationals could be good. I mean, they have the pitching rotation. I don't know though, dude. If y'all get passes, you have uh, Max. Max Scherzer and uh, Steven Strasburg, yeah. which has been a relief pitcher in t- two out of these four games. In the other games, they've been pitching. Yeah. So you might want to not like yeah. rely on them only. Yeah. Um, but I think I that think, I don't know. I think this. I think I think the I think the Washington Nationals are going to take the Dodgers' lunch money. I think take their lunch money. Speaking of lunch, what you have lunch today? What that was good. I wonder what Jacob had for lunch today. Um, I had Landmark today, Adam's favorite restaurant. Landmark sucks, folks. Don't ever go to Landmark. They're disgusting. You ain't going to talk disrespectfully about Landmark. I've been to Landmark at least 200 times I in my life. I would rather eat dog crap than go to Landmark. Wow, that's a hot take. But <laughs> that's disrespectful. If anybody wants to take me to Landmark you can like and give me something to eat, then you can be on the show for however long you want. I think my two McDoubles and my large fries that I got today is better. No than way! <laughs> Get out of here. What would you? What you eat for lunch, buddy? Rice. What are you? Nah, not rice. <laughs> I ate uh, I ate fries, and I ate a just uh, fries. Some grilled chicken, some grilled chicken and fries. <laughs> but that's all they were serving, man. Like, what <laughs> else could I have gotten? <laughs> Gabby, you. <laughs> Gabby, when we used to go out to eat to like Sovi or anything, Dude. she would literally just get fries, and then that was it. Like, I've I've come to the conclusion I'm never going on the cookout with Gabby because every time she always gets the same thing. She gets f- the chicken tenders with fries and like some other thing, and she always saves like half a chicken tender with like four fries. I'm like then, for lunch tomorrow. Yeah, and I'm like puts it in the fridge. And puts it in the fridge and then <laughs> takes it out and eats it. Doesn't even warm it up. I'm like Gabby, what are you doing? That's that's hilarious. That is hilarious. By the way, Gabby is Buddy's sister. Yeah, Gabby, my sister. Buddy Hoff. Shout out to my sister. If she listens, love she you. She doesn't. She probably doesn't listen. <laughs> All right. Today, Back to food. We're having oh. a rush Mount Rushmore food today. Um, All right. Are we going to draft? Or we yes, gonna we're just going to do rapid fire. Rapid fire draft. All right, Jacob, we got yours already, so let's go on to yours. All right, my number one is burgers. Burgers, American classic, can't beat it. I am a burger connoisseur. I love burgers. Plain burgers, by the way. Hot take on that one, but I love plain burgers. That's my number one. Go ahead, bud. My number one is rice. Oh, my gosh. I've been eating rice my whole life. 
Rice is <laughs> rice is a part of me. Like <laughs> if you look at my DNA, my bloodstream, you will see. They look like rice. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it. You can you can, like rice is so versatile. You can put so much on it, and it still tastes good. Why do you say it like that? All right, Adam, who's your number one? My number one is going to be salad. I like salad. Grass. All right, Jacob. Grass is good for you, Jacob. It's good for you. I think salad's really good. All, you can put any vegetable in salads. You can put fruits in salads. You can put anything on top of salads. There are 100,000 different ranch dressings you can put on there. Um, my personal opinion is why do I have to season my grass? Why can't I have we're the top of the food chain deal with it? Jacob, it's not nice. <laughs> Stop calling it grass, Jacob. It's not grass. It's vegetables. Is it vegetables? Yes, lettuce is a vegetable. Ah, whatever. All right, what's your second pick? My second pick, actually. We're not doing this draft. We're gonna keep on going. I'm gonna say all three of mine. My second pick. I want to be, I want to say pizza. I think pizza's great because you can put anything on pizza. You can put pineapples on pizza. You Are you a pineapple on pizza guy? Yes, I am. A barbecue Dude, pineapple pizza guy. Pineapple on pizza. It's fire. That is yeah. disgusting. No, it's laps. Jacob, I'm sorry that you, you're uncultured, like just eat cheese, but um, pineapple. I get, I get chicken and bacon on my pizzas. All right. You can put chicken and bacon on pizzas as well. Um, My second thing I think is Pop tarts. I think pop tarts are really Ooh. good. I don't eat them in the morning. I eat them in the evening because I think eating sugary stuff in the morning for breakfast is not good. What kind? My favorite kind is blueberry. I know you a chocolate fudge guy. I oh, literally God. ate chocolate fudge pop tarts once a day, every day, from the time that I was in like seventh grade until I was a sophomore in college. One time I was at this man's house, I almost grabbed his chocolate fudge pop tart. And we almost got to a fist fight over the chocolate fudge pop tarts. <laughs> hey, you ain't gonna. That's my breakfast, dog. That's it. That's all I got. I actually didn't eat breakfast like at all, like eggs, bacon, anything, because I would just sausage, anything. We got the beans, beans, potatoes, tomatoes. Um, last thing, fries. I think fries go with everything. You're going with the most bland. <laughs> So, why fries? Because you can put fries with anything. You can have oatmeal and fries, dog, and it will go together. I disagree. I don't think that that's accurate. Okay, so, okay. what would your what would your other three be? Gabriel well, Hoff, Lemmy Jr., the third? I guess. <laughs> you got his name right. Yep. No. You missed Philip. Philip Lemmy Hoff, Gable, Jr. Philip Lemmy Hoff, Jr. Also said the, the third. third, even <laughs> <Yeah>. though... <laughs> What if somebody's last name was Junior and they were a third? That actually would be pretty funny. All right, like, good. Elvis is Junior third. Is a third? All right, go. All right, my next one is waffles. Do you put mm. anything on the waffles? Uh, sometimes I put some chocolate chips in it. Sometimes I put butter. Sometimes I put syrup. You know, there's a lot of things you can put on it. You can. They got uh they used to have a waffle sandwich somewhere. I forget where it was. Actually, um former employee of Waffle House for two years. We actually have a waffle sandwich. It's uh, pretty good. We have waffle egg bacon on it and it's probably he like, just quotes the whole menu. <laughs> and it's probably like five thousand calories each bite, but it's worth it. That's the huge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah waff- waffles are like the Los Angeles Lakers, pancakes are like the Los Angeles Clippers. Whoa! <laughs> oh, dude, that's a poll. Waffles or pancakes? pancakes? Yeah. Dude, I mean, wa- I don't know. Waffles are just like you. The syrup stays in. Like that's what the si- the dips are for. So the syrup stays in. And Is you, it? yeah. I mean, that, that makes sense. That's what I use it for. All right, my next one is eggs. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> eggs. I mean, you this- got. You got, eggs. you got boiled eggs, you got scrambled eggs, you got deviled eggs. I've never had a boiled egg. Really? What? What is a boiled egg? You just boil it and then you crack the, the shell crack and eat the it. Shell and you eat it. Is it, <laughs> is it like, do you freeze it at all? Because that's hot egg. No, you just take off the shell and you eat it. You let it cool off a little bit. I don't. I ain't never had a boiled egg. I really hope you're, I really hope, I'm not going to be sexist or anything here. I really hope you, whoever you marry, knows how to cook because 
if, if, if I can cook some mean hamburgers. Yes, your kids cannot live off hamburgers and scrambled eggs for their life, Jacob. Do you put anything on the and eggs? Hot dogs. Plain hot dogs. <laughs> Do you put anything on the eggs? Oh, um, I mean, I put pepper on them. Gives it some spice to it. Because whenever I, sometimes I put some seasoning on it too. And my mom, they got this luncheon meat at Aldi. Um, Aldi sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most half thing I've ever heard. Oh, put, it tastes good though. I applied it at Aldi today. <laughs> Didn't call you back. Um. Well, it was actually last night. Well, actually, like last night, we were late. So they didn't call me back today. They called me back though. I mean, my name's Adam July. They have to call me back because my name's July. So, so for those more. of you who don't know, Gabe Hoff Jr. is your family's from Liberia, right? Yeah. So they have a lot of African foods <laughs> and a lot of his a lot of his foods include rice and egg <laughs> rice only and then sometimes put egg in there sometimes you haven't said chicken yet was that going to be your last one yeah oh, I'm chicken sorry. is pretty good <laughs> you can fry yeah. it you can bake it you can boil it you can grill it grill it oh that's why i even brought that up do africans put a lot of spices on their um food or Liberians. Uh, I'm sorry if that was too uh, bad. Yeah, was, we, we like our food mean. spicy. Uh, I mean, we we put a lot of pepper in it. Can you give me pepper. the African accent, please? <sighs> All right. Hey, my people. Come eat the fufu today, okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> go get the spear. I don't like it at all. Okay, finish your thing about the chicken. I mean, yeah, that nothing really much. Yeah, just chicken. Chicken's really good. Uh, it's always gonna be in my Mount Rushmore of food. You can never go wrong with good piece of fried chicken. <laughs> All right, so mine cheese. My second one is cheese, dog. Cheese. You can put it on anything. It makes it infinity times better. All right. True. You put cheese on broccoli makes the broccoli times better yeah. all right you put cheese on pizza dough makes it a whole lot better you put cheese on dead gum soup makes it a whole lot better yeah cheese on bananas question mark gonna try it we're gonna try <laughs> it after but, this. yeah <laughs> get back to me on that um and then my third one um i'm gonna go with cotton candy american classic um sugar um, I'm a big dude with a big heart, and so I love <laughs> I love me some cotton candy. Um, and then my last one is you got to go with another American classic, and one that me and my brother we we grew up on. What chicken nuggets? No, other one. Mac and cheese, oh, mac, baby. Oh my God. We used to eat mac and cheese a good three times a week when and we were growing up. Jacob's brother, who's 18 years old, when we go out to eat, that man still asks. I have the kids macaroni and cheese double portion. <laughs> so fun, fa so fun story, and I don't think he would mind if I shared it. One time when I he was like eight years old, he went to the church and forgot to put water in the Easy Mac, and it almost burned down the church. <laughs> it started smoking, and people were like, "What's going on?" And then I was like, "Yo, Ian, like you didn't you didn't put no water in it? Oh, I forgot, but this thing is on fire." <laughs> Oh man, that that's that's a funny show, man. Um, now today in history, well, this oh, is yeah. something crazy. Today in history, today in history, the woman that Jacob came from birthday is today. Yes, shout out to my mom. She was she turns twenty nine today. You're twenty two. I I know. I'm not gonna say her real name on live. Air her real age on real live air. What did I say? You said her real name. I'm not gonna say that either. So, <laughs> so live name or age? I She's mean, 22. I mean, Happy so birthday! You said Buddy's government name like three times today. Yeah, but Buddy's right there, so I can. All right. All right. Well, happy birthday, second mom, because right. she is second mom to me. Yes, very much so. Um, also, today in 2006, North Korea got atomic weapons. Nuclear weapons, making them one of like seven nations in which have atomic weapons: France, UK, um, France, UK, United States. Um, A lot of people think atomic India. weapons are bad, but 
I think they're good because because they have atomic weapons. We'll probably never go to war because we know if we go to war, it'll be the end of the world because food to destroy the world. So I think we have. Oh no! Back in the Cold War, <laughs> we were great. Yeah, hey, we. How much casualties? Do it. Do it. <laughs> that's that's crazy. It's Cold War. Like they had their fingers like on the button, and they're like, "Bro, I swear to God, if you dude, me. in the Bay of Pigs, <laughs> dude, that was so close. Yeah. Where they were like, or not the Bay of Pigs, um, the Cuban Missile Crisis. Yeah. Um, in the Cuban Missile Crisis, they were so close to pulling the trigger because we had just put missiles in, in Turkey, in Turkey mm-hmm. and they just put missiles in Cuba. Yeah. It was like, we will do this. And then Russia's like, we will do this too. <laughs> and then we're like, y'all ain't the about un- that life. And the, like, the, un- <laughs> yeah, the unsung hero of that whole thing, Robert Kennedy. T's and P's, Robert Kennedy. Robert Kennedy would have been a great president, but never got the chance because he got shot and killed during his election campaign. Um, I think there's a conspiracy oh, out for the not Kennedys. Electric, not the electric campaign. He was... He, oh, you're talking about the, you're talking about Robert I'm talking Kennedy, about Robert John Kennedy, Kennedy, not John, <laughs> John Kennedy. Robert yeah. Kennedy, I'm sorry. Robert Kennedy would have been a great president. Dude, that's what I'm saying, him. man. And then he got killed. And then I think a third Kennedy got killed. And then John Jr. got killed. That many? Yes. Okay. Like, poor Kennedys. <laughs> it kind of sucks. And then there was one more brother, and he died like five years ago. Oh, yeah. Presidential candidates. Um, guys, this is gonna be really, this is gonna be really crazy. People don't hurt. People don't burn my house down for this, okay? But I saw, I saw a presidential uh, uh, ad. commercial ad, commercial, whatever you call it, for basically for Trump running twenty twenty, and the guy that was talking about Trump, he was really persuasive, man. I think <laughs> Adam, <laughs> who wouldn't vote for Donald Trump in a million years, like, I'm like ah, they make good points. He's like. He's like, we don't need a softie in Washington. We need a real man. And I was like, heck yeah. Huh. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> <And> we do. <laughs> well, also, wouldn't that undermine that Donald Trump has been there for four years? Because he, <laughs> wouldn't he be talking about Donald Trump as a softie in Washington? <laughs> and, it, and Donald's like, Trump for 2020. And I'm like, huh. Maybe he might win this thing. Who do you... I don't know how much, Gabe, you keep up with politics, but who do you think is going to be the Democratic nominee? I don't know. Do you think Bernie's got it? Joe Biden? I don't think Bernie's going to make it to the primaries. <laughs> Bernie oh, is man. like 75, oh, 80. Man. I just don't think... Quick question. If you would pick anybody to lead our country, celebrity, NFL player, NBA player, who who are you picking? The Rock. Crazy! I have the rock in my head too. <laughs> the rock, like he just looked like <laughs> <laughs> Bill I mean, Belichick. No, Vladimir Putin's like rock. I think it doesn't matter what you think, <laughs> dude. Bill Belichick though would take like somebody start speaking out, dude. You want to talk about Donald Trump causing controversy? <laughs> Bill Belichick would be like, nah, you're out. Like every <laughs> single person in cabinet. <laughs> Everybody except Every for month been Tom ready. Brady would be his VP. <laughs> oh, Who? Man. oh, would Tom Brady be his VP or Robert Kraft be his VP? No, Robert Kraft. Nah, it probably be Tom Brady or probably Josh McDaniels. I mean, Josh McDaniels been offensive coordinator for the Patriots for a minute. So, I mean, watch it as a native Survivor. Designated Survivor, good show. It is a good show. I think the presidents for twenty twenty should be. I think it should be Obama, Obama for 2020. I think Michelle should run. Michelle and then VP. I, I think Barack should be the VP. Can that be possible? I think I think the only way people will start questioning it if if Michelle stepped down and Barack had to be president yeah. again. But is that possible? Have, because because of the two term limit. Con- technically, the Constitution says. You can't be elected for more than two terms. It didn't say if you well. Technically, you're talking you're about the Bill of Rights because the Constitution was only written once in 1781. But all right, let me tell you some nerd. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, he wouldn't be if he'd be a sitting president. He wouldn't be an elected president. So. Yeah, I I think Michelle would get a lot of votes. So I think honestly, I think if it came down to Michelle and Donald. 
I, I think Michelle will win. See, that's the thing. If you get somebody moderate, like I think Michelle would be, like Brock was, mm-hmm. you're somebody's going to be like if if it was a Michelle versus Donald, I would vote for Michelle. I vote for Michelle too. I like Michelle. Also, I think she's pretty. Actually, I take that back because I haven't heard her platform yet, so I'm not going to make any. Yeah, I think a lot of I think a lot of people will probably think, oh, Michelle, like she'll probably have the same a lot of same views as her husband, but that that sometimes that changes up. Sometimes that changes up. This is the last question. Is and I talked to Hayden about this. Shout out to Hayden. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes. No. Yes. No. No. Is hot dog a sandwich? No. Hot dog's not a sandwich. Okay, so what's the bread? A bun. What's in between the buns? Meat. That's qualifying a sandwich. That's definitely no, a sandwich. No, but it has to be two disconnecting pieces of bread. Not the same piece of bread. Di- two disconnecting pieces of bread. Now, if you rip the, the bun apart and it's bread on one side and bread on the other and then meat in the middle, that's a sandwich. Yeah, but a hot dog as it comes is not a sandwich. If you did that and took a bite out of the hot dog, the hot dog would just spew. <laughs> just shoot out of it. Mean, if you disconnected the bread, I mean... Like, <laughs> Sandwich. The definition of a sandwich is two separate pieces of bread with something in the middle of it. Yep. (laughs) And because a hot dog bun is connected. Yep. It's not a sandwich. Yep. Is a burger a sandwich? Yes. Yes, I agree. I mean, I mean, yeah. It's an Oreo sandwich. Is yes, yes, yes. Oreo sandwich. Yeah, it's two disconnecting pieces of. Items? Items. <laughs> well, technically, a cracker is a piece of breading. It's bread, technically. Yeah, that's true. Uh, my grandfather used to call, like, when he used to give me Ritz crackers, he used to say, you want a biscuit? <laughs> <laughs> what? And I was confused <laughs> what he was talking about. And then he brought out a Ritz cracker, and I was like, Okay, sure. I would be yeah. so mad if I thought that I was getting a, a biscuit, biscuit and I got and a, a Peter Ritz cracker. But... It's been a good week. Um, check back into us. What's your but pickle line? before before we head out, the pickup line. Dang Man, how about you do a pickup line? Yeah, J- pickle yes, line. Jacob's turn. I don't think I I don't think this one aired, but girl, I've been reading numbers and I realized I didn't have yours. Mic drop. Uh no. <laughs> she would say, "What are you talking about?" Then she's like. I'm hitting on you, girl. Get with the program. <laughs> Actually, speaking of numbers, one time, short story. One time, there's this girl I liked in high school. And I literally got her number by saying, let me make a call. She on her phone. And she let me. And I got her call. That is so And she asked cringy. me earlier. She was like, well, you knew I liked you. Why did you ask my number? And I said, because I'm extra. I go the long way around. Why would I just ask for your number? No. So, that's how you got that number. I don't like walking, so I'm not going to go the long way around anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Have a good week. And remember that if you're not welcome anywhere else, but you're not only welcome, but you're wanted. Have a good week. (laughs) Bye.